We're actually doing a podcast right now. Are we doing one right now? You know, here's the thing. When you start a podcast <laughs> in a room okay. with two guys and they just start having their own conversation off mic, like yeah. they literally put the mics away and then then they talk about stuff uh-huh. and I'm holding a mic trying <laughs> to start happened. it. That's that literally that's can be more appropriate for this the walk-in room. That is welcome walk-in room. This walk-in room uh, Bridgetown hotel room edition. Yep. Uh, we're in, uh, my hotel By the way, room I'm, on the, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the fifth floor. Barrett. You're on the fourth. We're on the you're on the fourth right now, but my room is on the fifth. Right. Just because they figured put that, put that shit up high. Put that shit up high. And I'm I, so I've got like the safest. I've got the safest room here. I jump well, right under the highway and live. I think they're hoping that jumping will happen regardless of a fire. <laughs> they're hoping for a jump. <laughs> they just want to make sure you die. <laughs> no, you. You no. I'm on the fourth. I can't get out my window. You have a balcony. I don't, well, have, you don't a balcony. have a window. Oh, that's right. Oh, just, they gave me one. So wait a they want you know, to like, jump. Every time it seems like my hotel room's good, it seems like it turns out actually it's worse. So my have you noticed room, that they have jump scrawled on the window? They want you to go. Oh, I thought Van Halen had been here. This is walking the room. We'll be right back. My name is Dave Anthony. Anthony. I'm here with uh, Moshi Kasher. No, no, Moshi, no, Moshi, Moshe. I've had your ice cream in L.A. (laughs) In L.A., I have you on. Yeah, Moshi's. Yeah, Yeah. you mean the Japanese ice cream? No, there's a Moshi's ice cream place on La Brea, and it Mm. makes really good ice cream. Are you talking about Menchie's? Yeah, I think that's what it. you're talking about. You're talking or about are you talking about mochi? I've had mochi uh, on top of my pinkberry, and I've also had ice cream. So you've been what named... I call my pinkberry, by the way, is my sack. So when I use your so name what incorrectly, I, I've had mosh on top of my pinkberry. So I'm sorry. everybody is ignoring true. you. No, they're not there's actually. Thirty-four people in this hotel but room. There's thirty-four no thousand people listening to each one of these podcasts, and they are listening to me exclusively. Griffonus, mochi, love it. Mochi, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dove. <laughs> Yes. Do you Love. know uh, Mucci? You, uh, my guest is Mookie Blaylock, uh, who uh, was a former NBA. Uh, what? <laughs> Would you ask him? Would you say? Ask me if he was named after an ice cream. No, I'm so far off of reality right now. Are you pretty cracked out? I, I've had a long night. Oh man, here comes the story. Tell us oh, about boy. it. Oh boy, Dave had just to take flew. two airplanes. I, I mean, I just flew. dude, it was a lot of fun. It's crazy. I mean, it's um, like it's like he's in Green Day. The wait, amount of travel he's had to do. I was in Nova Scotia last night. Were you now? Nope. No. Right. I was, I in, was Vancouver. in Vancouver, which is like saying, which is a bus ride from here. You left here. I saw you on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And you left to go to. We're at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, just in case. Yeah, we're at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland. Incredibly green room style conversation about nothing is. On Friday morning, I got up and I flew to Vancouver and did a show. Holy fuck, how did you do that? And you came back? Yeah. You must be fucking wiped out. What kind of show? Do you know what day it is? I opened for Drew Carey. Drew Carey. He's a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Whose line is it, anyway? I mean, I prefer. Whose line was it? Price is Right. Price is Right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's an anyway. No, there is no. <laughs> when Bob Barker left The Price is Right, he demanded that the name be changed slightly, and so Drew Carey changed it to The Price is Right anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. almost as though he walked in and went, okay, back to, by the way, The Price is Right anyway. Like, yeah. uh, yes, yeah. we, we, I get it. I'm the new guy. Yeah, so that's all. I'm just a little off right yeah, now. No. I'll be a little off this one. Let me, tell you, why, let me tell you why I'm a little off. So we performed here last night, and uh, there was an after party. Uh, where it was in a warehouse somewhere where, if you wanted to leave, you couldn't. Right. Oh, that's and the best kind of party. Yeah, and then that's like to... uh, that's like the USSR. Right. People were trying to get fucked last night too. I don't know if you could smell that energy in the guys room. Guys or girls? But everybody just everybody? wanted to fuck everybody. No, everybody. I get, really? Yeah, no. So some Literally sad sack like Greg Barron walks in all married and happy and shit. It's, there's nothing for him there. You don't right. drink. Nothing to do. Nothing to, right. You don't, I drink. don't drink. And he's just, what are you going to do? Sit <laughs> around and just stare well, at young it, comics trying to fuck was, each other? No, like no but I even went out. So I went outside for a minute and then uh, I got groped twice. 
by and a then, dude or And then a I lady? ran into these kids. There's these kids that have a show called uh, uh, Fun Employment Radio from up here. Uh-huh. And they also do uh, uh, Sportlandia, which is a uh, Portland Trailblazers sports show. Sure, love that And they one. said, there's a rave down the street. You want to go? So oh, we walked no, down my to, answer we walked is down always a rave, no. and there were literally girls without pants. Like, so we followed girls with glow sticks and no pants around the corner. Like this. Well, that sounds more fun now Portland that Portland is just a fuck pot. It's just what it was a trying to be was a fuck pile last it's night. An old you have a girlfriend, pile. right? I do have a girlfriend. Yeah, we, girlfriend. That we know. But I cheat on her a lot. But here's the thing. <laughs> How much do you cheat on her? I would say all of the time. Here's the thing. I've never not cheated on her. Really? Act, during your act last night, Moshe uh, closed the, down the show. The San Francisco Comics did a show called. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say closed it down. Well, I yeah, you did. No, I don't think they're going to do it again. <laughs> I think they. I think they. I think at the end of that, they went. Well, that was cute exercise. Yeah, that, well, anyway, it was an all San Francisco comic show at the uh, Hawthorne, and Moshe was last uh, acting was very good. And uh, but during the middle of it, uh, uh, Moshe and you did you recognize the stripper or did she? No, did you I, go to a strip club yesterday? Okay, I had heard a room grumblings of this woman that was coming to the show. But earlier that day, I went to a strip club as you do in Portland. Uh-huh. It's I think I guess, it's mandatory. Did you go with your girlfriend? Yes, I did. Yeah, we went together. Can we say who your girlfriend is, or is that something you don't like to talk about? Well, I was on Chelsea to... lately the other day. Not bragging. And I'm literally not bragging. No, I get it. And uh, <laughs> we, we agree. She, <laughs> we both we all we all agree. You, there's a consensus here. And we're both fans of yours, by the way. We yeah. started the show. You do the show, don't you? I no. did it twice, and both times she brought up my sobriety and said she couldn't stand people who were sober. And I thought, well, I don't really positive why I'm here. Right. She was, just it's just not my thing. She, it's, I, I, and you want know, the thing is, so people that are, I I adore some of the people that are on that show. You Bronger. Okay, two guys. But That's the point it. Is, I, but look, I adorned. Seth Milstein, who's not even on it. I've adorned you know, people on the show. Good. I, I used shirt. to work wardrobe for the show, so I've adorned oh, you did? people. Um, no, I didn't. Um, Chelsea <laughs> Handler started the show. She goes, oh, so you're dating Natasha Leggero now. Yeah. On television. That's great. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, Chelsea, we were just saying that we wanted to go public on the largest scale possible. So this yeah, yeah, is yeah. really good yeah. for you to bring it up. Uh, and then on I t- a, and also on a gossipy show. Right. I got a show that on a show that the, the sanctity of relationship is honored there every night. <laughs> I think the sanctity of everything is honored there. They're all about just honoring things. That, that show, show is called Who's Awesome Next. By the way, I feel weird now because I'm also dating Natasha Leggero. That is weird. Yeah. So this is awkward. You're married? Yeah. Yeah. So you're cheating on your wife with my girlfriend? I don't yeah. consider it cheating. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm dating if I'm, your children. If I'm dating. Not in a sexual way. If I'm dating friend, someone. Play date. I do I'm, play dates with your kids. If I'm dating someone who's in a relationship uh-huh. and I'm having sex with that person, I don't consider that cheating. That makes sense. Yeah. In <laughs> Vegas. Right. In Whatever. Vegas. Whatever city right. you want to call it. Hey, so. Uh, so did you, did you, after the lights the lights turned off on the show, whatever you call it, did you go, what the fuck was that? Which? On Chelsea Lately. Oh, no, I don't have that kind of relationship with but her. But she likes to just say things that are inappropriate out loud. Because exactly. That's her, that's her go-to. And I had a feeling it was going to happen. Um, I knew that she would eventually smell it out and say something, but I didn't. I had a. I had. Is, a, is Natasha on that show quite a bit? She's on there a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's so I had an answer last time I did the show, and she didn't bring it up. This time I wasn't prepared. Yeah. But she said something about... Us having sex, and I was like, "Oh no, we haven't had sex yet. We're dating, but we haven't had sex." She wants diamonds. I'm Jewish. We're at a bit of an impasse. That was as good as I could. Do. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's all right. right. Yeah, but Natasha's great. She's the best. She's very funny. Yeah, she's cool. So, but no. So you and Natasha, you get here to Portland, and like most young couples do, you pop off to the strip club the oh, way sure. you do daytime. I pop off when I get to the strip club. So <laughs> get <laughs> out of here! Come on, I'd high five you. Bring you have what a I will do yeah. is wear track pants, and I will slather my legs, balls, and asshole with a thick. Ch- Inch thick sheen of Vaseline yeah. that I've warmed up in a microwave. I'm going sure. to s- go ahead and set myself on fire at this point in the story. <laughs> well, this is the I good news. It. It's sometimes you can put paraffin wax in there instead of the Vaseline and just self-immolate your own sure. balls. Yeah, and so I'll go. I'll get. I'll get fifteen to twenty. Uh, lap dances. Well, you know what that's called? That's what they, it's the same thing they did that kid last night in Boston. It's called a flashbang. I said you set that baby up. Was pop, the guy pop, white? Pop. You know was he not about? white? He was, was white. He was, was literally he Caucasian. White. He was from the Caucasian area of the world. That's yeah. where the where, where, where Caucasian came That's from. That's so funny. Everybody's so on, online like he's white. Look. Oh, he's not white. Look. Like, is that was that ever the point? No. No, no, he's white or not? <laughs> I feel like he was just a fucking. No, but the great thing was I think a random Muslim woman got beat to death. Not during that thing. Not to death. She got beat up. 
You really? can't say to death, though. Can't you? I mean, if it's not well, to death. Well, you can. It makes it a little bit more incendiary. Hey, hey wait. If <laughs> also, we can... also I am, one of the things I'm known for on this show is facts. Wait, can I say something? If we, It was Natalie Wood was in that boat. If we're beating up people because someone in their religion done something bad, mm-hmm. can I just go crazy on Christians right now? Yeah. You can do whatever you want, man. Yep. It's okay. always been an option. I'm going to buy a lion. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to that, huh? Um, so we go to the Moshe strip club. Yeah. the story. We go to the strip club, and there's a woman. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say there's a woman. Yeah. She's there, spread eagle. She looks at me. Now, is that the girl that was at the club last night? No, this is a different, different girl. girl. Is, is, a, is it an all-naked place? Yes, it's a full-on yeah. pussy out. Pussy uh-huh. like a rocket ship? Was yeah. it like a serious... I thought she looked. I don't think they are like rocket ships in any way. Like even that doesn't take off, baby. No, they don't. Mm. All the way, all all the way to the fucking moon. No, no, that doesn't even make sense. Like like, you're the worst writer of erotica ever. I know. They are like rocket ships. Women's vulvas are made of a hyper-tempered ceramic uh, glaze that can be heated up to over (laughs) seventeen thousand degrees. To make it through our our uh, all right, uh, you know right. whatever. So that, you know so what I was saying. I was saying hot pussy. That's what but, I'm saying. Yeah, but this the guy. point is, look, when you bring facts like that to the table, then I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Your so, witness, Chelsea lately was beat to death right. by an angry man in Boston. That's right. Well, <laughs> she was wearing a burka. Yeah, that's the point right. is, and a Yankees hat. Yep. You don't go burka Yankees hat combo. You're not, asking for not it, in Boston. Boston. Not that's Boston. hilarious. The idea of of. The Boston, you know, the, at Fenway Park, just a bunch of Yankees fans, but full burqa. But they're not in burqas because they're Muslim, but they don't want to be identified as Yankees fans. How long yes. before Ben Affleck makes a movie about this starring Mark Wahlberg? That's just a question. I want That's to a know. As long as question. I get to see Mark Wahlberg bleeding in a boat, I am for it. <laughs> I don't think he'll play that part. I, think you know, I don't think he'll be the He's guy in the boat. He won't be bleeding in a boat. Yep. You think he will? Yeah. Wahlberg. Oh, <laughs> Wahlberg's going to play Django? Wahlberg wakes Why up. Why go play Django? Wahlberg wakes up every morning and just goes, oh, "I got to play a terrorist at some point." Oh, maybe his name was Django, right? Uh, it was uh, yes, Django Targinian. Yeah, yes, that's right. It was uh, the, he's the singer for uh, System of a Down. That's right. Wake up! Oh well, my God, they killed the singer. <laughs> they killed the singer of System of a Down. Wake up! I mean, they, everybody's got to blow up. Up! I think they had already done their best work. <laughs> I like System of a Down. So I'm I at the strip them. club. I'm slathered with hyper-tempered ceramic Vaseline. Fuck right. yeah, you are, bro. And the and woman, woman, and and you're with and and, with and Natasha's girlfriend. right next to you. She's so you're both looking at pussy. We're both looking at pussy you, together. Okay. Because the family that prays together stays together. Yeah, I love that. And is this the format for your podcast, by is the way? This is what this do you mean? Is, just what we're doing? Yeah, we tell we tell like a story of whatever's happened Great. lately. So we're going to get to the ice cream stuff spread later. Spread pussy woman in front of me yeah. looks up and says, "Hey, are you Moisey Kaiser?" No, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, she didn't. Mm, sort of. No, oh she God. didn't. She so did. She thought you were Kaiser Soze. She said, are you the guy from the end of the uh, the uh, Usual Suspects?'" and is that the name of the movie? Yep. Yeah, yes, perfect. She well didn't really say that. Yep. She did. Brian Singer owns a club. And she says, are you Moisey Kaiser? And I said, and I says, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those are some of your letters. Yes. Those are some of your letters. And, and, and uh, yeah. And right. she says, some you're my favorite contemporary comedian. This see mm-hmm. random. Did she use contemporary? Now, can I ask she you said something? the word contemporary. She, as you're having this conversation, are her legs just spread, or does she still continue to move while she does it? Let me ask you how you want this story to go. I want I mean, to go, I want to go the way. I'll fictionalize. No, 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 no. I want it. I want it real. The I truth is, she was just grinding so she around on a What's pile of money. What's the music? Um, I. It was old dirty bastard. Hey, dirty baby, I got your money. Are you Moisey Kaiser? Sort of dirty. Yeah. 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 Great. That's when I usually What's think of uh, Usual Suspects. That's why I get song. my mail every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get my mail. So <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and it's great. And I Does Natasha laugh? Natasha laughs. Sure. Yeah, she's into it. And she looks good, this stripper. She looks real good. Yeah. Is she then, is she alternative Portlandish? Kind of a thing. Yeah. But then it's four o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Right. And let's remind the audience you don't drink. I'm not a drinker. Uh, and Natasha? Natasha is a temperate drinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natasha's more into meth. Natasha sure. does do a lot of meth and right. Yeah. So, but then we I go- like how you use the formal. Yeah, no, all the way. <laughs> we go outside. You and the stripper or you and Natasha? Me and Natasha and the stripper comes out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of meth, she looks a little different. Outside in the, in the daytime, daylight. they usually yeah. don't are. They usually are not seen in the sun. No, that's no. right. Usually, yeah. they will turn to dust, and yep. and Anne Rice will write a story about no, it. No, no, no. Right. You guys are thinking of werewolves. 
uh, Go ahead. Vampires. I know about okay. this stuff. I know about this stuff, guys. Go on, move she on. looks differently out, uh-huh. out front. And I asked her to be the judge. Remember that Iron Comic show that you did? Yeah. So we're doing it today. And I said, oh, why don't we get this stripper to be the judge? Yeah. Well, she's in a contemporary comedy. That's just, contemporary. Right. Yeah. She's got good comedy taste, obviously. Right. Moisey Kaiser is Well, also, they also, when she says contemporary comedy, what she's saying is she has a backlog of other comics that she likes from... Completely. Right. And she's got to be how old? She says, you're no Mort Saul. That's what she said to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulled a newspaper out of her vagina. And then yeah. you said, I can do I can do this right here. It's weird. Right. Well, you know, her vagina also was wearing a V-neck sweater. That's so right. That's she does it. And uh, brought out uh, some stuff about the Korean War. So we will see her... We'll see her tonight. As a the, judge? No, no, but let's go on because they see he stopped the show. So then, well, her teeth were very small, mm-hmm. like uh, like they like they had been reduced in yeah, size. I would say that they'd been reduced. Now, do you think that she ground them? eats eats bones, or do you think that that's a meth? Situation? Some people have small teeth. Some people do have small teeth, but some people have small teeth because they've been doing meth and grinding. But some their people teeth just together. have small teeth. It was just scary. I feel I feel like if a if a stripper has small teeth, it's more. We're more leaning towards grinding them together for meth. I, would, I mean, I would say that's that's slut shaming. What you're doing? That, yeah, yeah, that does seem like slut shaming. Have you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm writing a book called Slut Shaming. Oh, okay, yeah. that's yeah, a good so book. This is all right. part of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so she, I mean, well, you could tell. I think you can tell the difference between teeth that are actually small and then teeth that have been ground down. Well. She also had a kind of breath situation happening. Yeah, there we go. So that made me. That's up. that's just from all the pussy eating. Look, I'm no Sherlock. Are you talking about like a bloody mouth, like a, like that kind of like a dank bloody mouth? Well, like someone like, has a dank odor, like their mouth is rotting on the inside. Like, so, a, do you like mean it, breath odor, or was it she felt like that? Yeah, like okay. she was into halitosis land. She was into like was Breaking cr- Bad. Chronic. So she had a chronic mouth situation. It felt like that. And You're describing a woman who will fuck for hours. That's all I'm hearing right now. What I'm You're describing, also describing Drew Carey, so that's weird. <laughs> what I'm he's actually a, he's describing very similar. is my biggest fan in Portland, Oregon. Right. Moisey Kaiser. Moisey Kaiser's biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> and Is a meth-gobbling Portland stripper. That's correct. Yep. So that's essentially the demographic I'm working with. Now, the girl that was at the show last night yeah. apparently was a friend of Moisey Kaiser fan club right wait a minute this is getting confusing she said she was also a stripper she's also everyone in portland's a stripper double that girl that girl that said she was a stripper my guess is she gets afternoon shifts on a wednesday now now that girl was is not but she and she (laughs) would no what i'm saying is what i'm (laughs) what i'm saying is she works a specific crop she was although she was in a stripper-esque like it was definitely portland last night like it was cold and she had on uh, like a, like a, a unitard, right? Like she had some like she of, had like a baby's onesie on. That's right, some sort of short up, short onesie. Yeah, that went up went that's up went up her whole body, and then she was she had she was purple, part of the thickness. Purple She's, fur coat. Purple where fur coat. Where was yeah. this? Where was this one? So she talked to him during the middle of his act. She they, right. she was she was second row at the show, okay. and she stared. Uh, she I, I noticed her because she was staring around at people. Uh, she was making she was eye contacting a lot of people. Was she? Yeah, she yeah. seemed off. Um, she came up to me. She started, you know, the people heckle. It's not a heckle. It's like you go, you know, I was in Portland today and a stripper. I know that stripper. Actually, that's my friend Molly. We work together over at the Golden yeah. Corral. You know, here's the thing. And just yeah. was like, oh, yeah. we're, oh, we're well, talking that's, now. That's drugs. I well, it seemed so. like she'd been waiting a while and she did take a few. She kept going. She kept leaving and coming back. Well, she needed Happier. a bump. Happier. Need a bump. Doesn't matter when, when you need a bump. If you need a bump, a, you go and you a, get a bump. She may have gone to say a prayer. Who knows? This Someone was driving save me. Save a prayer for the morning after. I don't remember which guy was, was driving Duran, me. Someone Duran was, said that. Am I wrong, Seth? Uh, was I talking? Someone was driving me and said, hmm. the Hawthorns. Were you? Strip club. They do anything there. You mean like, anything? Yeah. It was like a. It was like if that's the place you want to go to get anything done, that's where anything You're happens. you like lawn work? I think I lawn work. Something. I think that you can get them to, to refinish your boat. Could you have them roll back your odometer? Yep, they will, that's actually their specialty. That means fuck. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Roll back the old odometer. If the you know OD. What I'm saying. Yeah, can we roll back the old odometer? And roll that shit. Back. Open up the pink berry. Let it explode. That's right. Let me put some moshi on my pink berry. Yeah, that's which right. Is my sack in that. How about some soft serve? I'm gonna look at the time. How are we doing? All right, we should wrap this one up. Uh, oh, this is quick. But so what happened? Oh, no, 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 no. We oh. do three segments. Uh, yeah, by the by the end you'll be like, fuck, this is not quick. 
Um, that's what the listener feels. Do you? Um, and so what happened after that? So then, did you end up? Did, did those? And then those girls. So did, 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 oh, I fucked her. Is that what you're asking? Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did deep French kissing. I didn't have sex with her because I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I love but that. But the, the fact that she had that breath, I just thought deep French kissing is look. What... I'll fuck. I'll fuck a stripper like that, but generally I pour bleach in her mouth first. Oh, Dave. Because I think it's sexy. Oh. How is that wrong? I just like to clean it out. Oh, do you have a, a tumbleweed sound effect? I you, what I'll do is I'll no. I'll get a trowel. <laughs> what, what I'll do with a girl like that is I just get a trowel and I make my own hole. Oh, we'll be right back. Great. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the worst. We'll be right back ever. Wait, what no, I good. what I do with a girl like that? Yeah, is I'll bring her into my home, give her a shower, and try and find her some employment, and just try and help her get her life together. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Wait, Did no. you do it? When I you did it already? When I knew a girl like that, I'll slowly make love to her, and I'll tell her that she's a wonderful person. I don't know if you have any other way, but slowly. What What I'll do with a girl like that? <laughs> I think, is you that say a, slowly make love to her. That's that's your top speed. What is I'll, that, you but just is that, go the one speed. So you're slowly making love. is just your one thing. What you, I'll do with a girl you like call that? Call it slowly making love because is I'll meet her in Portland while you two are here, mm-hmm. and I will quickly take a cab to the airport. Take a plane to Los Angeles, sneak into both of your homes, and make love to your wives. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. That's how we started. Yeah, that's fucking. Horrible. It's awesome. The best. Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. You're wearing a hat, and you're my friend. We're <laughs> in my bedroom at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. We all have our pajamas on. Bridgetown. And I've got. Okay. There are. You guys. There are a lot of bridges. Here's here's are, oh, here's, no joke. here's what I hate about pot. Oh boy. So Here last we night we do a show, and then we all go to that the fuck pile sure. party. Was it called the fuck, to fuck pile party? I think, it was, I think it was called an after party, but we changed it to the fuck pile party. Mo had a car, and so he gave everyone a ride to it, and then I needed to leave uh, pretty soon. Comics shouldn't there. fuck each other when they're starting out. Is that um, right? No, that's I all they should do. Everyone should do. No, that's what they messy. should do. And then, and then people start talking about each other on stage. It always happens. It doesn't really matter that much. And people... It, Comedy's messy. And it all is. I've fucked a lot of comedians. I'm saying when no, I'm no when you get more established, you used to you know, fuck Rob and you're Schneider, not right? really traveling in the Rob. same circles. It's different. I used, used to, to I used to fuck Robert Wool, but it was back in the day. <laughs> I used to yeah I used to fuck Robert Guillaume. <laughs> yeah. Oh Ben's that's him right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, Benz. I don't know. He got hit by a van. I used to knock the battery off Robert Conrad's shoulder, which yeah. is a metaphor for fucking him. I used to motion his pinkberry. <laughs> I disagree about your metaphors. I mean, also, that's what we actually did, so I'm not sure if I did fuck him. <laughs> he was a really odd dude. Sure. I, I used to scream. Also, by the way, for those of you who get the Robert Conrad uh, reference, stop listening to podcasts. You're too old. Yep. I used to fly to Italy and just get reamed by Roberto Benigni. And, <laughs> and when he was fucking me, I would just scream, life is beautiful. I'd get reamed by him, but for the different reason. He would say he'd pay for my hotel room, and then he wouldn't. Uh, I feel sorry for any woman that had to fuck him. Roberto Benigni? He just seems like he'd be a ridiculous clown in the sack. Oh, he would tell her how beautiful she was the whole time. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Life is like a dream. <laughs> and she'd be like, why are you standing on my pelvis? Yeah. Get the fuck off. Stop dancing. Have you had the rigatoni? <laughs> oh, my God. I'd I'll rather, never forget watching I'd rather your... fuck Mr. Bean. When he won the Oscar. Isn't and... he Mr. Bean? No. When they he... all, that's all the same pe- person, right? Sure. When he won the Oscar. Mr. Francis Mr. Bean Cobain. He's Mr. Benigni. Oh, he's Mr. Benini. Yeah. When he won the Oscar, he was sitting in the seat behind Nick Nolte, and Nick Nolte had just done his masterpiece in The Affliction, like acted the shit out of it, and then Roberto Benini wins, and I, and he jumps over the seat between Nolte and the person he sees, in the, and you, so you just see a guy in like pure childlike ecstatic joy, and then a dude who's so angry you can't believe it. Leaping over him, like Louis. A gnome. Said, there, there, Louis said a pretty in the in the Rolling Stone interview. Louis was talking about how uh, he realized like a lot of these guys have to win. Like you know, he goes, "I don't have to win. I'm a comedian. I have a job. I don't have to win." A lot of these guys, like I was at a table with Kevin Costner, and he kind of said quietly, "I hope I win," because those guys got to work next week. They right. got to fucking get hired. 
You know, he do, Kevin Costner doesn't have to work next week because he owns everything. He owns at this the point. ocean. Yeah, does he own the ocean? Yeah, he bought the Atlantic well, during Waterworld. Water did he World. buy the ocean? That's right. Yes, that seems like a that's a well, dumb was, thing to buy. He was on it and he fell in love with it and he's like, I'm going to buy this <laughs> oh thing. God. He's like, this, this is, is great. Thing. You yeah. guys have fell in love with this shit. This fucking enormous expanse of water, I gotta have. Yeah, like I got. Does anyone own this? He owns the Lakota Sioux tribe. He owns. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm serious. That's true. Yep. Yep. He owns a uh, minor league baseball team in yep. Durham, North Carolina. I also believe he owns the Navy. He, he owns he, a small baseball field the, in yep. Iowa. Yep. He, he bought, owns, uh, a, he he owns uh, James uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. He owns his voice now. He trademarked that. And he yep. brought all, all the praying mantises. What's that one? It's totally uh, not related to films. Okay, great. Okay. Great. He just okay. liked them. So I leave the party. I come back here. It's late. It's like three. You're I'm alone. like, all right, I'm going to... This will be all right. Dave. Dave's like, I'm gonna. I gotta get in. Nate. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna get to sleep. I'll be the guy that's awake for the podcast. So I fall asleep at four twenty in the morning. Fuck yeah, bro. Oh yeah, sweet, bro. In room four twenty, no. next to mine, sweet, bro. No. Oh my 400 god. Four hundred people. Uh, nope. Are screaming at the top of their lungs. They are our people. They sure. are from our tribe. Oh, and they I are hate. fucking yelling so loud. Jews? I don't understand. Yes. They're Jews. Okay. This I'm is, not a this Jew. Is, we're all Jews. I'm actually oh, German. We're comedians. Yeah. That's close enough. That's what I meant. Okay. They're fucking in their 420-ing. You got to be kidding me. Like, it's, what does 420-ing mean? It's 420 in the don't morning. Don't you just they're smoke pot four, and sit there? They're like room you 420. Don't, and, they're yeah, getting, I, I li, I, and, and I don't even. I know that they're nice people, but I wanted to go into the shotgun Hold and on. kill everybody. I don't, I don't think they are nice people. Well, they're comics. They, it's like, not they're that they, all, they don't get it. Did you turn to Dave and say, I'm getting too old with this shit? I wanted to. Instead, I called <laughs> Instead, I called the fucking front. You did not on the comedians? I, I called <laughs> I said, I said, Hi, this is old man Barrett. Um, <laughs> I, I said, excuse me, there's a headliner next door. I said, uh, this is Greg, I'm in 418, in. and I go, they're having a fucking rager in 420, and it needs to stop. And he's like, guy goes, bro. Guy goes, no problem. Click. Here's, what's, here's the cool part about it. Phone rings, everybody shuts up, it gets quiet, everyone leaves. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're very cool. burst in in your boxers. I almost did, dude. I had yeah. to go out in the hallway to make sure what room it was, so I was in my underpants, and a girl did walk by. But that's a whole other story, Brosif. You know what? No, I don't. They are. I don't. Love, how are they ruining pot? Like, shouldn't pot be a thing where people just get high and then they giggle or they pot hang was out? A or thing they people did quietly on right? the side, like jazz musicians did it secretly. Why can't you be like jazz musicians and just fucking be high and then and I can smell it, but you don't talk about it. Like, it's such a fucking. I don't know. How do you feel about it as a sober dude? Well, you've never done anything, right? A, about weed? I've done stuff. No, oh, I thought is. you were I thought you were someone who was always uh, no, sober. No, no, no. I went to no. rehab when I was 15. Oh, you did? That's, that's How story. great was that? It was so great. <laughs> yeah. It was like the best. I mean Like uh, I mean that's like camp. It was not like it was like not it was like concentration camp. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, when yeah. I say camp, I mean concentration. It was like camp, like how, like sort of a Dame Edna camp. Okay. Yeah, it was beautiful. A very, it was a very gay situation. So did you? So did you, you got striped pajamas? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> that's a and different. And actually, Roberto Benini was there with me. <laughs> that's so weird. Feeding me soup. <laughs> he would sneak me some soup with some. Little, My guess is you didn't take it. one shower the whole time you were there. Not not a one. All right. So so the, how the how Jews bad how bad were everywhere. things that you had to go into rehab? Holla Cosby. Um. You know, I was a teenage derelict. Yeah. That's all, you know. Yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was murdering people. No, I know. I got told when I was like, I think I was, I think I was in high school and I got caught. I had someone buy me like two cases of beer and then the guy took it out. I took it out like behind the grocery store in this field and put it down and called my friends. So then they came to pick me up with the beer. Cops pull up and they, you know, bust us. And then I have to go to some counseling thing. Sure. And I sit there, and the woman's like, how often do you drink? And I'm like, every weekend, both days, and um, like maybe one other day. Why did you tell the truth? I don't know. I didn't I didn't give a well, shit. Well, the weird thing is, you and said then, both days, Monday and Tuesday. Right, Monday and Tuesday. Shit. How long is your weekend, uh, yeah, bro? Okay, Had a boy, wrong days. Uh, and then she's like, well, you're an alcoholic. That's it? Yeah, and I was like. The, you can just say that, the, really? That's what, yeah, she said. She said I was an alcoholic, and I need to. Maybe go into a program, and I was like, I'm just partying, bro. It turned out I wasn't an alcoholic. It turned out I was just partying, bro. <laughs> Sometimes I mean, you are just partying, bro. I was Most people are like, oh, these people are just partying, bro. Like, I don't, there were no judgments. I just wanted them to shut the fuck up at 4.20 in the morning because 
I didn't care what they were celebrating. I just didn't want you know, like, and I just like the idea that you're in room 420 having a 420 party. Like, makes me want to shoot you. You, in the you head of the don't. Shotgun. You don't get to party in hotel rooms late at night because there's people on both sides of you. But it Blank Apache last night, who was also with us up in Vancouver, uh, he was woken up every hour because in the room next door, every hour the door would slam, and this went on all night long. Every night, door would slam, and then. Three or four dudes would come in, loud talking, while one guy throws up in the bathroom. And then when he's done, they all get up and go out again. Oh, so they just coming long. back to puke and then get back to partying. Apparently, that's what they think a hotel room is for. Yeah, it's the puke bucket. It's not not for that. <laughs> but <laughs> my when I now when I used to drink and throw up back uh-huh. in the day, that would be the end of the night for me. I'd be like, well, this is this is this is wrap it up time. But how do you know that they weren't coming back? And one guy I, vomits, goes to bed, and then they would go back out with the remainder. How do you know it was three drunk guys you know I mean? and their bulimic? Uh, could friend. be bulimia. It could be that stripper. It could be, or the why does it have to be a female? Why it, no, you it could so be sexist? that stripper from the from the club who's vomiting her teeth into smaller and smaller nubs? Or that could be that, or <laughs> it could be uh, the leads. You know, it, it could be anyway. It could yeah, be a nothing. dude with manorexia. I, I feel like it's not because it's a <laughs> casino and there's guys partying. Well, there are guys that are anorexic. I got right. I got in trouble at the casino. What'd you do? I went up to the bar, ordered a beer, and then I was walking back to the showroom. And uh security guy is like, whoa, whoa. What, uh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm walking to the showroom with a beer. And he goes, uh, this isn't Vegas. I was like, oh. Uh, what's that mean? He goes, we have really strict uh, laws here in Canada. You don't get to walk around with a beer. I was like, sorry, I thought I was like, I thought if I bought a beer in a building, I could walk around the building. Nope. And he's like, nope, right there. And they took my beer away. Oh my god, that's awesome. Confiscated. Uh, what if and they, this but isn't they gave like, me blow. What if he said this isn't like Vegas because it's not fun? Yeah, it's Canada. It's fucking Canada. It was Canada. And uh, do you, have you guys been to Vancouver? Yes. Yeah. And slow. Th- so there's a lot of Asian people there. Oh sure. And there's also we're we going down this path now. And there's also an undercurrent of all of your stories sort of end up that way. Like your stories yeah. somehow always go to this. You, you somehow always, but it seems like it's, I'm not going to forgive them for the rape of Nan King <laughs> ever. So it just seems like we always end up here. We always end up talking about I don't the rape of Nan King. Vancouver. A lot of Asians. A lot of Asians. Sure. So so I got now when you I say that, the, do you mean there's a lot of pussy there, or yeah. just a lot of? I'm not Band really guys. sure what the metaphor is. I'm talking about bam- I'm doing bamboo. direct direct access. There are Asians in Vancouver. When you say that, do you mean that there's Pussy. mochi on my pink berry? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you're eating pink berry. <laughs> right. In a, in a bamboo you. forest. So you're in a bamboo forest. There's a panda bear. <laughs> right. That's there's, the name of that club last night. What was it called? The, the Bamboo Grove. That's yeah. right. That's where we were. The so bam- full <laughs> fucking circle. So Chow Yun Fat is What about a full bamboo. circle that leads to nothing? Like, oh. we just did a full circle that leads to nothing. That's, that's our whole podcast. Virtually talking. This whole thing has just been a filibuster of words. Yeah. So, uh, where was I fucking, what was I talking about? I don't know. Asians. You were about to say something racist? Oh. So, you know how, you know how a guy, well, mm, I don't know if I like There's this. people that'll talk Put to you. Put right back on track, though, didn't mm-hmm. it? Okay, yeah, yeah you're right. <clears throat> yeah. There's people that'll talk to you, and they'll he try to hate see. GPS. They'll try to see if you're on their side. There's racists who will just blurt shit out. Sure. Like, when I was in New York, I'll never forget, I was walking behind two, two young black girls who are like 13, and they're giggling, and they're having sure. a good time. And, and then this this maintenance guy walks out of a building and looks at him and goes, and then looks at me and goes, I call them baboons. And I was like, whoa, I'm not on your team. What the fuck is happening? Not your You're out of your fucking mind. Did you right. not make sure there weren't actual baboons? That's what well, that I was keep thinking. Like, and then I around yeah. and they, they, weren't, they weren't people. Not and that's, them, and them. that's what the girl. <laughs> Right, yeah. and that's what the girls are giggling about. Yeah, they just saw they baboons so in New York City. You're looking for racism. It's like yeah. you're looking for racism. I call them baboons, but Jane Goodall calls them <laughs> Tinius Octave. That's the original <laughs> genus name. Okay, so that one was on me. Yeah, so that's that was the example. smartest that was janitor. Good. That was a bad example. Or, what was he, a janitor in the beginning yeah, of the maintenance, maintenance, maintenance Just guy. to make it more New York, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes out, he spits, he lights up an unfiltered lucky strike. I call them baboons. You know why? Because they're actually baboons. <laughs> and then he points up and they're the that's right. That's it's those a girls, great day in New why York. Do you think those girls are, why do you think those girls are giggling so much? Oh, my God, there's baboons up there. So I get in the car. The guy, the guy who picks me up from the airport, older guy, like sixty, and he's like, uh, "I go, yeah, it's a, this a good weekend at the casino." They're, 
and he goes, yeah, it's really packed. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Asians, right? And I was like, what? what? And he goes, yeah, this city's like 65% Asian. I go, oh, yeah, that's all right. I go, you know, they probably have a lot of family here, and then they move over to be with their family and stuff. He goes, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And he, you could tell he was like seeing if I would go like, yeah, what the fuck, man? When are we going to get our place back or something like that? And then Blaine, totally unprovoked, goes, did you, did you get a ride from the guy, the older guy, the Wayne, from the airport? I go, yeah. He goes, he started talking about Asians immediately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in Philadelphia recently, and I got picked up by a cabbie, um, and I was getting driven to the hotel, and he goes, he's this African dude from Guinea. That's where mm-hmm. he's from. I don't think pig, that's a where place. Where the pig comes from. And oh, yeah. he, he goes... He goes, it was like a beautiful day, the first beautiful day in Philadelphia, in the East Coast, you know, spring had come. And he's like, look around, look at these women, they're all dressed, no clothes. And I was like, yeah, fucking cool. He's like, (laughs) I hate this. And I was like, why? He's like, it leaves nothing to the imagination. And I was like, well, I kind of, I guess I'm into that. And he's like, no, it is terrible. They should cover up. And I was like, well, oh, uh-huh. boy. I think we have a little bit of different, to, you know. Huh? So then he goes, he goes, also, in Guinea, where I am from, Uh-oh. you can marry many women. It is great. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I'm like, okay. For who? For them? For them. Or for, go, yeah. so, and you fuck, you fuck yeah. nine-year-old as well. Yeah. It's very I, good place. I go, uh, can, you, can women marry many men? And he goes, no. Oh. What are you? <laughs> of course not. Oh, oh, silly man. You cannot have women in charge. Everything would be chaos. <laughs> and then I went home. I give my aids to everyone. I went home what? And, <laughs> I went home and wikipedia Guinea, and it's like one of the top human rights abuse places in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. Total chaos. Yeah. Men are in charge. Yeah. Chaos firmly established. Yeah, but that's yeah. only. Why'd you leave, bro? Yeah, Why because I dream of cab. I think that's only because they can't marry enough women. Like if they could marry, like if I think once there are no there more number? women left to marry, then it, the chaos will cease. Oh, I forgot. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. He had a, a lot of different metaphors. I forgot to let you know when we were talking about clothing. Uh-huh. He said, "You see, women are like." Uh, Money has value because of scarcity. Do you uh, understand? If you have too much money, it has no value. Women are like money. Uh-huh. Scarcity makes it more valuable. Okay. Uh-huh. Then later, when we were talking about That's why everyone's that well, like, true. kill a few. That is, like <laughs> like, uh, like the, the, the one Smurfette. Smurfette. That's right. She's very valuable. They, they in, in, the, in the other stories that came out later, uh-huh. They trade her for for so much gold. Like they're she's just being swapped around for cigarettes and gold. <laughs> I don't know. And they're just like it, no, no, no. She that's gets a, she'll get like banged by Papa Smurf for a while, and no, then he'll a, fucking trade her off to another Smurf for some gold. Or, I don't think that's or sandwiches and then gold. They'll trading one for gold. And then they'll bang her. I think, oh, that's I think you're talking about. These are yeah, these are this this was the. Are you thinking of peanuts? This was the later Smurfs. Are you thinking? The, of, I think you're thinking of peanuts. The yeah. internet version, right? No, mm-hmm. Smurfette would say psychiatric advice five cents. She would hold a football, uh-huh. and then that's that's Charlie the one Brown I like. And then he would right. kick that kick right into her vagina at the last moment, right? And then it would be revealed that the football was actually Gargamel and his cat Azrael. Holy shit! And they would shit. just say la 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 right. la. Uh, you remember? And yeah. transgender Patty would uh, right. Well, we might. I'm gonna turn her straight. Four twenty. Then he goes. Yeah. Then later, when we're talking about polygamy, he goes, "No, what do you want to eat the same meal every night? Do you want to eat?" You know, burritos, burritos. But I don't think he said burritos. He wasn't from California. That's so weird. And I was it, saying that to my wife the uh, other night. I was like, "You're like a fucking the same you're burrito like every a burrito. night." You're like, and she she loves that because she's, she's an intelligent that. doctor woman. Sure, That's a weird she I loves that my, kind of talk. I took my wife to Chipotle once. Yeah, so I get what you guys are talking about. Right. So then he says, "Am I? Is mine on?" No. If you if you if you take my, your wife to Chipotle, yeah. you go. Uh, I want uh, I want the brown rice and I want the black beans and I want the chicken. And the salsa, and then they wrap it up, and you turn to your wife, and you go, "That's what you're like <laughs> every one? fucking night." Is that right? Because you can because it's it up romance. It's, it's romance. Yeah. It's romance. He goes. That's what I meant to say. My wife's a little more like Chipotle. You can mix it up. Gotcha. He says, "I prefer Chinese one day, curry the next, burritos the Wait, next." Wait, what's happening? Women are like food. 
And ladies love that. Like, yeah, this guy should. Why doesn't this guy have his own talk show? This guy. <laughs> you know what, though? I'd watch it. Welcome back to Guinea Unplugged. At least you'd have a point of view. Do you know what I mean? But then, but then, so how does that guy in America ever fuck anybody? Like, who's fucking that guy? Because once he opens his mouth, you're like, what? You fucking archaic beast? Yeah, maybe Guinean women. I'm not sure. Maybe they're still into it. You think they're, they're still, still locked into, into a cycle of self-affirming oppression where they oppress themselves. But they came over here to do it. Yeah, that's right. And that's probably a female circumcision uh, country, right? They do have a lot of that going on in Which Guinea. Means, I did look it and up. And they do that so they they don't feel pleasure when they have sex, right? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not. So I'm, then they won't fuck around. I think that's the is whole that what deal. it is. Yeah, they they can't they can't feel any. Uh, it's like Greg's asshole. They can't feel right. Any can't feel anything anymore. Sexually, it's it's right, so you have to just it's fill so it up with bigger and bigger stuff. So ruined, right, Greg? Yeah, I've got like a dumpster in there right now. A whole dumpster. Yep. Wow. Yep. And there's kittens in it. Live. There's a. Yep. 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 I've got a dumpster full of live kittens up my bottle. That is cute. We'll be right back. <laughs> Louis and 
you know, Ed Helms and you. I'm like, they don't need. Why would I be in that pile of people? You know, right? Because no, I, uh, I said to him all the time. <laughs> I'm, I, I was approached by Crash Test Dummies, the band. But um, um, but but my but uh, mm-hmm. there is why why do an album on a label at this point? Uh, and I mean, ser- and, yeah, I mean, it's, it's serious question. Well, I can't answer it if you guys are going to keep fucking talking. But it's a serious <laughs> oh, question. That's, that's oh, but also it is this show. Question. Oh, yeah. Um, well, here's what I, I... We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, here's what I mostly think. I think you're mostly... There is mostly no point. I see all these albums come... There's so much noise, you know what I mean? There's all these albums that come out on... Uh, I did my first record with uh, Rooftop Comedy, uh-huh. Rooftop Records, and uh, it got some stuff happening for it. That was good. And then, then there's what? A special thing. There's Comedy Central. There's... Um, Stand-up records. Stand-up records. I mean, yeah. there's good things. I mean, like, all of those things have value. But it, I also think a lot of times it really just is the album. It's just like right. if Kyle Kinane or Jen Kirkman make a great record, it's because Kyle Kinane and Jen yep. Kirkman made a good record. And they're part of the reason people go to a special thing anyway. And, so there's a little bit of back and forth. Because of social media, people are going to find out about it from other people. Now, the upside of doing with that, or if I did something at Side One, which is very kind of them to offer, is that, oh, here's some people that are in possibly your demographic, right? Like, Side One basically is old punks it's a, it's all it's a punk rock label God they got like flogging molly they got like you know sure. so so there would be people that would probably that could conceivably like me that didn't know me that would get exposed to me but i don't know to the to the to the extent that it would be f- worth, worth it to, to give up money. a percentage yeah i don't know that the i don't know that and and what kind of an ad campaign i mean when, when uncool came out on warner brothers they put up an ad in rolling stone and nothing it didn't it, the, the one i did by myself the original version of it that I sold on a CD in my house did better than the Warner Brothers version of it. But that's because that's because people didn't know who you were, and then they heard the first one. And so when the second one came out, they knew who you were, and so they didn't want to listen to it. Correct. Yeah. No, no, they had heard they the last sense. special, no, so they no, were like, not, "Never it was, again." It was, it was, it was like nine eleven. No, <laughs> Greg Barrett, you're the nine eleven of comedy. Fuck. You know what? I may just call my next album Never Again. <laughs> and to the chagrin of nobody, it'd be like quitting comedy. People were like, I didn't realize you hadn't. No, I'm quitting. No, I'm quitting you, now. You, <laughs> oh, we thought. That's oh. so weird because I quit on you after the first record. And that has been Greg Barron's Going Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So I why? think that uh, I think you're mostly right, especially on a label like Warner, which sounds really cool, but you just get lost in the noise. But a label like. You know, whatever that punk side one, one dummy, side or one dummy, or rock stars. These are small, cool. They got high cool points. They got a lot of n- nimbleness in terms of their ability to put out uh, a, a product in and not and and not get lost in the shuffle. And if it doesn't sell one way, you can kind of move another way. And but, I, I think it's cool. Actually, where, where do you? Th- but I guess my thing is, is like, where are they selling it? Like, what can they do that's better than like yeah, because having you, patent tweet it? Or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, because you know, I, I do feel like, and uh, I Patton feel like General Patton. No, Patton Jenkins. Oh, Patton Jenkins is one of the best. Yeah. Well, Patton will still oh, tweet it. Sean though. Patton. True. But but oh, I have a funny story about but you're Sean right, Patton. Patton, like Patton, Patton would tweet it because he thinks you're funny, and he would like the album. He does. But I hope not. I but <laughs> but oh, Patton, um, thank you. We no, we don't need the competition. But it's the nice difference is, is that then Patton and other people like that are promoting it, and then you're just giving money to. a a record company that would otherwise be going into your pocket. I guess that's the argument. Right. That's an interesting argument. I'll, I'll be honest, though. I Especially when it comes to albums, it's not – I'm not really that worried about – well, I'll tell you what the, what the project sounds like, but I don't care about money like that. I mean, I, it's not it's not part of the thing for me in terms of – I, 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 I just want to get stuff out. Like I'm sure. getting plenty of money. I have a lot of money. I have tons okay. of money. Do you? I have so much. Well, I don't have that. I'm not feeling that, like that's not entirely. You have that ice cream store in Los no, Angeles. No, I mean maybe I'm naive. I don't. I don't want to be naive, but I just feel like forty dollars is not a ton of money. You're I really feel, good I guy. I feel it's like forty bucks is a lot of money. It's this guy left me forty dollars, <laughs> and I have a lot of it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You're a super good guy, and forty bucks, I, man. No, I, look, I, I, it's not a lot of money. It, it really seems like not. a lot of money to me. Like I get four haircuts at Supercuts for for a contemporary comedian. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot of money. For Moisey Coisey, that's quite a bit of money. <laughs> Here's the story about Sean Patton, and then we'll circle back. But I want to talk about, yeah, I want to talk we'll about this, this really album. I was doing a show in New Orleans recently uh, with Natasha. We, did, we went and did like a little rock club, 
in New Orleans, super fun. Uh, you guys should go. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was being interviewed by the local free newspaper, and they were like, of course. They go, well, tell us about alternative comedy, you know, this ubiquitous question that you always get asked. And I was like, okay, well, and I started doing sort of, you know, the, the trope of, well, I'm just really lucky because by the time I came into sort of prominence in comedy, people uh, had already established, you know, this sort of, you know, off the beaten path kind of style of comedy where they're doing it in rock clubs. People in New York like, you know, Janine Garofalo and David Cross and uh, and Patton and uh, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, so that's the context. But this this article, the, the, the this journalist, they have so little comedy exposure that the article came out. I read it and it's like, you know, the people started alternative comedy in New York. People like Janine Garofalo, David Cross, and Sean Patton. <laughs> Sean Patton started alternative comedy. Because he's from New Orleans. There, exactly. Yeah. That's the only Patton in this that's person's amazing. mind. Oh my God, that's amazing. I love that. Wouldn't it have be been better but, if they said General Patton? Yeah. But, so <laughs> but isn't it, doesn't that, that almost seems like a, that, that particular trope, alternative comedy seems like, like I was watching you last night and I was watching everybody that went up on stage it's everyone just does comedy. It's That's all anyone does. You are completely. like I watched you last night. You're a completely a stand-up comedian. Like Absolutely. You, you 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 do small act outs. You you know you fluctuate your voice. You 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 try and tell very gettable stories. They're incredibly really relatable and incredibly goofy personal. Faces. Yeah, I no, think you you're do. calling me a hack right now. <laughs> you, do. you are. What's the word? I guess <laughs> a hack. You're a hack. Hack. It's broad with simple to about, understand <laughs> concepts. Talk about airplanes uh, and the difference between men and women. Yeah. yeah no, but, I agree. Obviously, but, that's what that's what the trope is the trope is uh there's no such thing as alternative comedy Patton oswald is not an alternative comic anymore he's one of the biggest comics in the yeah. world so what that, that means there's no such thing anymore right like they're just you know, uh, the alternative comedy real alternative comedy is what is like reggie watts brent weinbach like these are yes. people that are abstract comedians yeah they're yes. abstract totally yeah. or, or they're or they're not completely just working in you know monology uh, yeah, monogamy but- Mon- well, I don't think either of those guys work in a monogamy either. Wait, you mean they're not just talking? They're not just talking, right? I mean, that- well, well, Brent is, I guess, but I mean, I mean, what Reggie does is his own. Like it's yeah. it's Reggie Watts, yeah. Like that's what it is. It's it's cool and it and it belongs in the comedy. You know, belongs in that world, but it you know it's different. But it's but at the same time, it's also just comedy. Like right. that's the thing. If we get back to Gallagher today. Gallagher was doing what at the time was acceptable. Comedy. That doesn't mean there weren't better comics doing comedy around that time, but un- but there were a lot of people doing what Gallagher did. Can I explain to you a conversation I just had in the hallway? Yeah, would you? So I'm about a Ron Lynch in the hallway who runs the Tomorrow Show in Los Angeles, which is a show that happens every midnight. He is incredible. He Saturday. Is, you could he, say he's alternative. He's alternative. Yes, sure. He's I mean, I mean, like like one of the pioneers, like yes. before everybody. You investigate yes. Ron Lynch, one of the funniest, super funny, strangest, you can see him, interesting. You can see him in Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis old shorts, like ice cream. Ron will make appearances because yeah, Louis. Ron C. does stuff Ron. with tape recorders and yeah. and Mister X and. So I bump into him in the hallway, and he and I go, "What do you? What shows are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, we're doing the the Tomorrow Show tonight." And he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "A podcast." He goes, "Who's on it?" We have I go, we have Gallagher, and he goes. So I bump into Gallagher last night, and and I just go, I go, what are you doing here? And he goes, podcast. And Ron, being Ron, goes, well, you're doing my show. And Gallagher was like, what? I didn't know I was, I, I know, I'm just doing podcasts. And Ron goes, no, you're doing my show. Ron's very deadpan. And since Gallagher didn't know him, he then was like, oh, I guess I'm doing his show. And he goes, what's the show? He goes, it's like a variety show. It's like a crazy variety show. So you can literally do whatever you want on the show. And without a beat, Gallagher goes, I'm going to lay between two tables and and roll around with hula hoops. And 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 Ron goes, "No, you're not." <laughs> and then Gallagher Gallagher did not get that as a joke either. And he goes, "What do you mean? You just I can do whatever I want." And he goes, "No, you can do that." And then Gallagher looks at his manager to his right and goes, "Do we have the hula hoops in the van?" Whoa, <laughs> it was a My real God. thing. So this is happening tonight. Oh, it's happening tonight. Yeah. That's First exciting. off, <laughs> One of my favorite things that maybe has been said this entire weekend is, "Do we have the hula hoops in the van?" <laughs> like that's like when you like when that's a when that's a world that you're in. Like when that's your world, you you have to know you're winning. Yeah, Gallagher's winning. There's no question about it. The truth is, Gallagher, his original act, is more alternative than Pat Oswalt's act. It, well, you know no what doubt. I'm saying? But, like no yeah, what he was then. doing was smashing fruit. Like. Patton's telling great stories and good yeah. jokes. It's like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's almost like Gallagher and and 
like Father Guido Sarducci. Like, so the, oh, yeah. the whole thing is a meaningless term. I even think it's hacky. It's not just hacky to talk about alternative comedy. It's hacky to talk about how alternative comedy isn't real. Like, we've gotten so far. Like, there's nothing to it. There's here's just, what I do mean. believe. Here's what I do believe it was. It is. It was a belief and a search for the crowd. That now exists right. at these festivals. I think once it was they did people that, right. saying there are people who will like comedy that aren't getting it and refuse yep. to go through the comedy club system. Well, yeah, mo- but and, most people... and there are people that will. There are people that literally will uh, are, are would just like to take a beat longer to get to the punchline. We'll let you have that moment more. more. But there's also it's also just the difference between people who who wanted to who would like the replacements and people who wanted to listen to Loverboy like 100% that's, that's all the di- that's all it that. is right Loverboy being the alternative yeah and it's also it's almost like once once the they did their like yeah. the punk those guys right. were super punk super punk I don't know if you guys remember Loverboy but super punk it was almost like once they did their job then they it ceased to exist like right. once Patton and Janine and David Cross and all those guys and you and everybody else that was around got big then the whole need for the thing disappeared, yes. and then they were just back. They were just comedians again. Yeah. But the kind of cool thing was is that everybody took that ball and continued to run with it, so that like UCB opens up totally. Yeah, you know, and people. The, and now the, it's it, cool it, to it, like comedy. Yes, right. and and because I actually all, I actually all, think it's also coming around full circle where that comedy is getting super mainstream. Like there, a lot of the quote unquote alternative comedies are doing. They're just doing those rooms. But that shit would fly at all the clubs because yeah, a lot of it's totally. just super broad mainstream. Well, and also a lot of it's and also it's a lot of it's on television now. Like the, like your generation grew up with Comedy Central. Right. We invented it. Fuck yeah. you, we'll bitch. Be right back. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's true in a way. It's like it became that's that was but actually so the point you, of what I was so saying. Now, do you think like because I get the idea of like because here's the thing I'm watching your career and I've known you for a while and I've been a fan always and so I'm looking at you going when I saw your special come up on uh, I remember you do, I told you this we ran into each other like. We'd worked together, and I hadn't seen you for about six months. And then I saw you do a set somewhere, and I'm like, you had a shift. Like, you just went from really energetic feature to, like, oh, this guy's a headline. Like, you just went, you, you know, it's just those, and people have those shifts in their career where suddenly sure. you go, oh, my God, they've, he's found, he's, you're inhabited, you were calmer. Right. You were just more present with your material. It's the same basic guy, but you just were, yeah. you were just had more gravitas roof. and whatever. And I and then I, and then I see your special come up on Netflix, which I go. I, I love I love Netflix, and I'm like, you already have a thing. Like you don't need. You're already like people were th- delighted to see you last night. So in some ways, I think to myself, and again, does Kill Rockstars need you more than you need them? That's what point? I think because I feel like you're. I think you'll sell shit on your own, and you don't need anybody. Okay, that, so here's not that money's not not that money's your thing because we're not. I I understand that too. I've never. I mean, if I needed my comedy albums to. No, I mean, look, you don't have a house. You live under a bridge. You just have no, your no sleeping doubt. bag. And I got my and, thing. That's my groove that plus, I found was plus, that bridge. Plus, you're a gold digger, and yeah. you got mm-hmm. Natasha. I got Natasha. She's, got she's, Natasha she's, 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 she's been squirreling away money for a long time. Well, for the listeners, Greg was the first person who ever took me on the road with him. The first, yeah. it was a big, it was a huge moment in my career. It was a very exciting moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I found my groove, it's pro- probably partially due to Greg. Come on, but I digress. But now, how are you going to get your groove back? Uh, well, I got to find Stella. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to go to the. I got to go to the Caribbean. I think islands. we all know that. I find think we all have to do that. Kiss that beautiful mouth. Fuck yeah! Here's what I uh, I never finished uh, saying is what I what I think, oh. I, and I agree with you guys in a way that most of the stuff is just you should just do it yourself. But what I want to do, and this all started because we were talking about Bob Newhart and and a non audience. Um, uh, studio uh, album. What I'm going to do, I think, with them is I'm really curious about. Who would buy a CD at this point at all? Nobody. Physical CD? No, yeah, they'll no. just do downloads. And who wants to buy a download code? You can't go to your show and sell a download code. I wouldn't pay nope. for that. Psychologically, I wouldn't. So here's what we came. What I came up with. I'm an author, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we um, go. I wrote do you a travel book. with your books? I do travel with my books, yeah. and I sell, I, Well, I have them shipped to the clubs, and I'll sell them there. And I've been working on a series of short stories. Mm-hmm. And my first album was a, a mixture of live stand-up and in-studio stuff. It was a concept album. I was dead the whole time. That was the thing. It's called Everyone You Know Is Going to Die, and Then You Are, Unless You Die First, was the name of the album. So now I've always been in – I've never been that into uh, – especially because I just did a special that you can see my live stuff, an hour of my live stuff. Fine. My next album, I think if I do it with Kill Rock Stars, and I think I will, is we're going to actually – 
put out an album, which is partially live stand-up, some like weird crowd work stuff, some sort of you know strange stuff that whatever is live, and then a lot of in-studio uh, short stories that I will have written and then record like an audio book. And then what we'll actually do is publish a book uh, that will be sort of the size of a CD. So it'll be a, a bound... Oh. Like artistic, uh, mm-hmm. sort of almost like a high uh, high level zine or something like that, mm-hmm. or like a, a graphic novel where my short stories will be in print. Then you'll get uh, the download code for the audio for the album, and maybe even do a cassette. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah. it's like a whole. Th- that's yeah. where a, a record label yep. can help you is when you yep. when, when you, you have an that idea that's stuff. like something sort of outside the box. Which my great obsession is: I want to do things that none of my peers are doing. Like I want to make TV shows that none of my peers are that isn't similar to anything any of my well, peers are doing. Well, maybe you should just do your album and then have, uh, just have strippers release it from their vaginas. That so is So you true. have to go to a strip club and take the actual album out of the strippers. It's vagina. called Moisey Coisey Heavy Release. <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal: I say you record it in a vagina. Uh huh. Yep. So. For yep. the acoustics mostly, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but then do the drums somewhere else because uh, you never get right. the same track. It's called Percussive Pussy Volume One. I like um, that. Another uh, another way is to just or uh, paradiddle me. If you could genetically g- get, is, get the DNA of dragons the drums. and then just recreate them. You, oh, from, oh, oh, put the eggs in clone, the fire. Clone dragons and then just have dragons drop your album everywhere. You're saying put the eggs in the fire, burn my Khalees, my. Uh, Khaleesi in the in the 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 fire and walk into it as my Kalisar says no sure. Khaleesi don't go in there but in fact your hair is singed off but you have the blood of dragons yep. you are Daenerys Targaryen Stormborn and you go and you take over the Seven Kingdoms and then but, you release the album at the end but here's, right. well but here's the thing though you get Jamaican uh, dub artist Linton Kwesi Johnson to <laughs> sure. do the whole like so tell the whole story in a, in dub style and here that's what happened uh, yeah, he went into the fire but Foot him did not burn. Uh, Polygamy, women, women are like food. Up, bro, pick it up, bro. All I can think right now is that I'm going to cut a dwarf with a sword. <laughs> we'll be um, right back. I think that's the end of the show. We'll be right back. <laughs> or yeah, we'll be gone go forever. Go to Netflix and check uh, out Moshe's special. Moshe, thanks for uh, joining uh, us. Thanks yeah, for having me. Great. Um, and again, if you're in L.A., get his ice cream. Let her done. Let her done.